Welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. Welcome on in to a special Chiefs recap edition of Sports Buffoons Podcast here yes. back at the studios in Lenexa, Kansas. Oh my gosh, what an important game this was. What an important Huge. victory. Uh, guys, I'm sure out there, y'all are vibing right now. I'm sure everyone's excited about the fact they just beat a team that was sitting at 7-2. and two. I mean, we should all be happy about that, right? That's I correct. Mean, the Cowboys are a very uh, decent team. It was a winning team. It was a winning right. record team, a contender right. that we've been struggling against multiple times throughout the year for contenders. Right. This was a key game to win, a key, a key game to gain confidence back as well. Yeah, confidence back. And you know what? I think that some things that happened here in the last week or two carried over into this game for this team, for Correct. the chemistry and for the swag, honestly. Believe it or not, like guys, there's some things that are not – you can't put in the statistics. No. Some things are not something you can put into a category. And one of those things is like confidence. One of those things is some swagger. Some swag. And there's something else. Like I can't remember what I'm thinking, but like – there's something else out there that, like, there's just something about when you're just hot and things go your way. And not to say everything with the Chiefs' way. The Chiefs played wonderful no, today. Yeah. But, like, when, you, when you're on, you're on. When you're off, you're off. And the Chiefs were off at one point in this whole season, right? And so we saw a glimpse of that during this game where yep. Travis Kelsey had a, had a pass go right off his hands into a defensive back's hands right away yeah. we're going hmm that's a little bit of a inkling or you know old past chiefs and but yeah. we know now that the chiefs defense is capable of picking up the slack you guys here's the thing the chiefs defense back to pick up the slack all that kind of stuff it's like this is just a good thing coming good thing for the future they're starting to get hot right now which is wonderful you know why because it's week 11 you guys it's time to get hot time to pick up the slack of where you've been messing up in the past and uh, this is a team that's starting to hit its stride in the right time, I think. So, Danner, so what are your thoughts on this game? What do you think? Uh, I, I love seeing the, like you said, swagger. They were dancing on the sideline, right? They were dancing on the sideline. The offense looked good. Despite Mahomes not passing for a touchdown, guys, I don't think we – I don't after we got up uh, 16 on them, I, I don't feel like we were going to lose that game at all. I feel like the defense was, was just too – who tuned into it? Yeah, they were flying to the ball. They were hitting players, as we saw. We saw Fenton go out uh, on a nice hit, at least you know to keep him uh, from that first down. So, uh, I mean, these guys were giving up their bodies on that defensive side here today, and I just can't, you just can't ask for anything more. Anything more? Yeah, the Chiefs are absolutely on today, and that's the main thing. Is like the offense was it perfect by me? By no. means no, no, of course they had, they had their own issues, but. You know, they've had off and on issues throughout the year anyway. And I think at the end of the day, it's like we're going through a situation. If you guys watched our show here this past Wednesday, I kicked it off by letting you all know over the past four weeks, the Chiefs right. or five weeks, the Chiefs five have weeks. the number four defense in the entire NFL. And after this week, that might need to be updated. I might need to let you guys know here coming this current Wednesday where they currently rank now because they are absolutely right now, mm-hmm. according to current NFL standings, a top five defense in the entire NFL. And that is amazing considering where we came from That's earlier in the season. Chris Jones, three and a half sacks. 
could have been four, but you know they wanted to get the, split one with the, the key tip ball at the end to get the interception to seal the game. Oh my god! Like, I mean, with Jarius Sneed all over the field, Travaris Ward, uh, guy was just making plays. Making I mean, plays. good for him. Guy was one on one with C. Lame at the end of the half. Yes, and just made a, a wonderful play on the ball, putting his body in front of Lamb to make that play on that ball, and. You know, that, that stuff like that is so important. And Ward is a guy who, you know, he'll give up play here and there. It's not a big deal. He'll give up play here and there. Is he by any means a world beater, like elite no. corner? Yeah, it's, no, not necessarily. He's fine, though. But, like, we got him making a play right there where it's important in a big stage of the game. Uh, Legereus Sneed making plays everywhere throughout the last few weeks. Um, and you guys know how I feel about Legereus Sneed. Legereus Sneed is a, is a baller. Um, Rashad Fenton, of course. Going out, making plays, yep. of course, as well. And also seeing his some of his swag. Guys, we saw them, like you just said, Tanner, dancing around on the sideline. The people are – these people, these these guys, yes, they're people. These players are they also are people. people. They're also yes. people with emotions and with swag. And guess what? They're bringing that swag now to the game, and they believe in each other. So That's our, the most important thing. They believe in each other at this point. Chiefs Twitter, and I'm sure you'll hear this at some point, Chiefs Twitter. Can we be done with this fire spags thing? <laughs> because I'm done with God. it. Like the guy, he's turned it around. He brought Chris Jones inside. Willie Gate came back from injury. Thornhill got uh, put over uh, uh, Sorensen. Uh, like adjustments were made, right? Mm-hmm. Adjustments were made. Even with Hitchens out, uh, you know, we saw two guys really step up, aka Bolton and, uh, and Gay. And so he went Hitchens back. Neiman hasn't really seen the field that much anymore. And your corners are outstanding right now. Like, I'm. I mean, if you're still saying fire bags, go watch, just stay on repeat. No, more right. than anything, they've listened to themselves and listened to results. Mm-hmm. The results were this, Tanner. Yep. Whenever Sorensen's on the field, things go wrong. And Sorensen's been off the field more Correct. Right, lately than before. Also, Chris Jones, the defensive end, that was a failure, right? It did yeah, not work. Nope. Chris Jones now playing true D-tackle back on the inside – Goes out to get three and a half sacks plus the battered pass in the game. Gets picked off by Ligeria Sneed. Correct. And, Taren, think about other things. Like, the linebacker situation. I mean, we're looking at Hitchens in there. That's fine. But what are the fans clamoring for? We're clamoring for Willie Gay. Nick, Nick Bolton. Bolton. Keep Nick Bolton. Keep Willie Gay Nick Bolton both on the field at all times. The Chiefs are starting to do that. I mean, that. I mean, Hitchens had a few plays. But, guys, we're not stupid. Like, we can, and- we watch the games, too. And so do the coaches. Yeah. They know what they need to do to adjust. And, how about, and they're making the right moves. Going out and get Melvin Ingram. To Melvin replace Ingram, Jones ab- from the outside. Absolutely. absolutely. That's what let allows you to mm-hmm. put Jones back inside. Yep. It's that trade right there. Exactly. Because here's the thing. Now, Mike Dana, as much as we want to talk good things about him, and I like Mike Dana. I have no He's a great support Mike guy. Dana. Mike Dana is fine. He's also kind of a role player in my opinion. And he always has, always has been. Probably maybe always will be. But yep. Melvin Ingram coming in setting more of an edge and we're kind of getting used to that aspect of things is wonderful for this defense and actually making just everything has to work cohesively as a defense. Here's the thing with a defense. It works differently than an offense because if one guy fails, the entire thing fails. With an offense, you can have one guy succeed and make the offense look good. With the defense, it doesn't work that way. With the defense is if you have one guy fail, it's over. Here's the thing. Now, these guys are working cohesively as a unit. And the play calling by Spags is phenomenal. The blitzes. I, I mean, it. just the, the guys. And, and they got pressure with the front four in this game, 
which was I want to see all year. We haven't really seen it very much. And Tershawn Wharton he's, showed up. He's been, he showed up yeah, actually the last three credit. three games here, mm-hmm. coming in for that relief. You know, that relief role. Give Reed, give Jones a break, and still produce some kind of uh, you know pressure on the quarterback. So yep. big props to him as well. Absolutely. I mean, guys, keep in mind now now the Chiefs of the last four games mm-hmm. now are allowing eleven point eight points That's per insane. game during their four-game win streak, which is awesome. And uh, with today's win, as a matter of fact, Chiefs defense has now held the teams to 17 points or less in five of the last six games. What a turnover. We, what, what a turn, we were just turn talking around. about, I feel like just talking about this team three weeks ago being the worst defense ever. Yep. And now we're talking about a top five. I had a defense. full-on call-out on our show. On a Wednesday, about a month and a half ago, yep. about the state of this defense, and I told you guys they were playing at a rate that was the literally the top or worst, I should say, bottom three defense of all time. All time. And I had stats to back that up, and I showed it to everyone. And now it's like something's like started clicking. We're getting back into the, the rhythm. We're getting back to where we need to be at. Spagnolo has been known to do this, Tanner. Yes. This is something that's not necessarily new to where like. Well, they flipped on a dime. What the heck? That's so weird. Well, Spagnuolo also, back in 2019, that defense was also horrid as well. You know, we all thought, oh, it was fire Bob Sutton back in 2018 because he's so trash. And he was trash. He is trash. Spagnuolo comes along. Those first eight weeks of that season were horrible. Spagnuolo's been known to have defenses that ranked poorly throughout most of the season. But he's also won Super Bowls. I mean, he also wins when it matters. And these, these defenses that he's coached have also come into play when it means the most. Obviously, we know about the, the Giants situation yep. and his, his tenure there. And I think that, like, you know, obviously the Chiefs in 2019 win the Super Bowl there for 2020. Um, you know, I just think that the Spagnuolo is a guy. He knows what he's doing. It's not like a situation where it's a complete failure. Willie Gay's back from injury. I mean, you're getting guys back in places where they need to be for this team yep. to be effective long term. You and you know, Veach has done a good job of you know putting in guys where they need to. As you mentioned, Melvin Ingram adding that addition, a guy who we wanted to begin with back in the off season, yep. and ended up having to trade for in the, in the long run. Sixth round in the end. All right, but. whatever. Who cares? And it's like one of those things where it's like we're making moves because we see the potential of this team. That could it be? It can be a Super Bowl contender every single season that Patrick Mahomes is around, and so this defense needs to at least, at minimum, be average. Yeah, yeah, it does, it does. So, and it, it, you know, like I said, this defense is actually a pretty huge part of our our recent winning. So uh, we got to make sure to give those guys plenty of credit because they turn stuff around. But let's let's talk about the offensive now, right? I don't think they're as impressive as the defense by any means, right? We had another turnover today, uh, two turnovers actually, because we had the Bohones fumble from being chased from behind, and then we had the uh, Travis Kelsey inter- drop interception. So, I mean, obviously we still got work to do on this offense. We got to figure out how do we stop turning over this ball? How do we stop popping the ball up in the air to make it catchable for these guys? Because we almost had another one with Tyree Kill later in the game. Right? And all it takes was the wrong, wrong timing to have that happen. Turnovers is killing this offense, but luckily our defense has learned to be able to step up for this. Yeah, it's tough, and there's really no way to describe it. 
or really, in my opinion, no way to no way to fix it. No way to, to fix it. No, it's, no just, it's just unlucky, is what it it's is. It's just not working this year when it comes to certain things happening. Like, like I said during the game, I was like, okay, over half of Mahomes' interceptions now have been off a guy's hands. Yeah, and like that's just silly. And and we all know and adore Patrick Mahomes, and he for the most part does everything right that he can. You know, yeah. he had no touchdowns today. Who no. cares, guys? Who cares? For the most part, he did a damn good job protecting the ball. Besides the one play that really wasn't his fault, he did have um, seven rushes though today, um, and, and they were key. They they were first down runs when you had to extend the drive to keep pushing right. the drive. Which, that's what you got to do. I mean, there's there's times where you got to be a little more Alex Smith than you got to be Patrick Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so sometimes you got to be a little more of that kind of a patient and passive kind of passer. And I know it kills Patrick on the inside. Oh, that's not what he wants to do. Yeah. That's not who he is. You know, you know, he wants to throw it down. But but he's he's also the guy that's like, hey, if this is what's good for the team, that's what I'm going to do. And, you know, if this is going to help get us that W at the end of the day, this is what he's going to do. Yeah. So Tanner, I have a question for you though. So now we're sitting here with the AFC situation currently unfolding. Tennessee Titans just lost a game. Oh my god! Are you kidding me, Tennessee? You guys go out there. I understand at that Derrick Henry. I understand Derrick Henry's gone at home to Houston, and you lose at home to Houston in the rain. In you're sure in the rain. Whatever excuses we're gonna make it. No, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. It's just it's stupid. But the whole AFC has been weird as hell for the past three weeks. Anyway, I mean the Ravens obviously had their situation come up with Lamar Jackson. Ended up getting a victory, or at least over the Bears. Yep. But here's the thing with Tennessee, guys. I had a friend text me earlier today, and he talked about, like, you know, everyone has a shitball game. That's the way he put it. And my thing is like this. It's like, okay, yes, but you if you're a good team, you don't lose to the Jets and to the Texans in the same season. No. And you're currently... Am I am I wrong, Tanner? The number no. one seed in the AFC. It's bad. Yeah. Tanner, yeah. Tanner, the number one seed in the AFC now lose to the Jets and the Texans. That's correct. Am I correct about that? That's correct. Did Ryan Tannehill throw four picks? And one of them against was the U- with Derrick Henry. Jets was with Derrick Henry. Right. With Dick. So that's no right. difference. And you had Julio then, playing. And but here's the thing: you've no, you, you have no excuse to go lose and throw four interceptions against the Texans. I don't care who you are, what you're doing. Guys, the Jets and the Texans are two of the bottom three teams in the league mixed in there with the Lions. Yeah. And the Lions have just about come close to winning a couple games, too. Ended up uh, barely losing to the, the Ravens at one point. And the Ravens, Ravens themselves have shown some flaws. The AFC is a mess. AFC is a total mess. Chiefs are 7-4. and four, Currently the four seed still at the moment. Yep. But, guys, long term... Like this, this whole AFC is wide open. The Chiefs could still get that one seed or the really two can. seed. Like it's so wide open in the AFC right now. It's nuts. So Tanner, my question to you: Now that we're sitting at seven and four, um, we're going to see all of the rest of the AFC West unfolds. Chargers currently at the moment beating the uh, Steelers seventeen ten. Um, yeah. The Chiefs end up with the one seed in the end of this if they keep on this current streak. After winning, uh, what, four in a row? It is very possible. It is very possible. you got to remember, too, that Titans team also has, like, I, th- I want to say it's 20-plus players on the injured list 
at every week, it seems like. So not only don't they have depth, but they don't have good players playing replacing them either. So you got to think about that when they do go into matchups against good teams coming up. Yes, they had some nice wins against the Rams, right? That was a great match uh, without Henry. But the Titans team, I don't think they can sustain it throughout the whole league. Tannehill isn't a quarterback that sits there and will give you the opportunity because today he we saw it today where he just he threw picks even at the end of the game. Cincinnati could be another team that's inconsistent recently. Uh, they had a, a decent win today over the Raiders, uh, but Cincinnati could be a potential threat later down the road. But again, too much inconsistency, and I don't think they're catching fire at the right time. They're almost becoming the bungles at the wrong time here. Uh, the the other so the one team or two teams I think that pose a threat to the Chiefs of getting this one seed: New England Patriots and the Buffalo Bills. Interesting about, mix there. New, so, no, I, so I, I like I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of teams that are kind of all right. Buffalo isn't catching fire by any means, guys. Right no. today they they blew it. Today, they got destroyed the by the Colts. And but the Colts are catching fire at the right time. They could be another team. The New England Patriots are also catching fire. Mac Jones is figuring out the game, you know, more and more. I feel like his weapons are starting to be used with Bourne and uh, some of the other guys on the offense. They don't have a good. Aguilar had a good touchdown. Yeah, Algalore, right? But it, it's it's the fact that we're talking about the Chiefs who could be potential one seed because the way they're catching back on offense, catching on, you know, fire at the right time. Well, New England, Indianapolis are right there with them on catching fire at the right time. And the Buffalo yep. Bills, just because they are, you know, they seem to be struggling right now, you can't catch can't count those guys out. Yeah, I like the way you put that there because we're talking about hot teams at the moment and – at the moment, there's some teams that are like literally, they're deflated, they're defeated, yeah, because of the way situations they come across. Guys, whenever the Bills lost to the Jaguars, uh, nine to six, nice. Oh my God, six to nine, I should say, Tanner. It's nice. for you. Um, and you Josh know Allen how, beat Josh Allen. you know how deflating that was. You're not like going over there, like uh, motivated to like make up for this. We lost the Jaguars. No one's that like getting excited or pumped from losing the Jaguars in a close game by three points. And then you go play the Colts, who have Jonathan Taylor, which is the best running back in the entire goddamn NFL. That's right. He is. Uh, Derrick Henry, you know, we'll see if he comes back and how he feels. We'll see about that later on down the road. It's, but, guys, the, yeah. the Bills are now just fully deflated. Not the same team they were no. a few weeks ago by any means. But the whole AFC feel, feels that way. The Chiefs are not 3-4. and four No, they're not. Because they were at one point. And there's other teams in this whole conference that are just wild. Like, at one point, the Raiders were successful. John Gruden got let go, basically. I mean, we would say, you oh, you would have resigned. No, it's bullshit. He, he had to be fired. That's the end of the story. Yeah. Um, but we have that situation. The Chargers also are not performing up to par, typically, for, for, what, their current, for what their old record was. And Chargers are charging. The Raiders bag. are rendering. The AFC is just a wild card of randoms. I don't get I mean, it. You gotta be kidding me when you're telling me the Steelers are still in, in the playoff contention right now, and and that's just an injured, beat up old team right now. And I don't, I don't know. I just don't know how to take that. Like if the AFC is going to have contention between so many teams, and I've heard people not even counting the Browns out yet, and Browns just don't look good anymore. Baker Mayfield is the most beat up he's ever been in this in a era, football career. Period. The guy just needs to take off and. Re, you know, relax for a minute. Hi, the Browns. It's it's just not good. It's not good. 
They've turned into a joke at this point. So if we go, if we go around the other way, right? So we got New England, Buffalo. You got Tennessee. You got the Colts. You got Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincinnati. I'll throw Cleveland in, and then essentially in the AFC West, you got Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, kind of all in one big bundle. Positions swapping out every week, something different, right? So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be the next kind of kind of three weeks. See who stays hot, who can catch back on the train at the right time. Um, and you know, Chiefs, they went out. They just, I think they played their hard, the toughest game they're gonna have in the next three games, three or four games, right tonight, today, mm-hmm. and today hey, was the better. Cowboys were seven and two, Tanner. Keep that in mind. And they're a dominant offense. And they barely lost defense. to the Bucks. And then they, they also barely lost their other game that they lost yeah. this season. I can't remember. And I'm, was, but. Injuries or not, right, for the Cowboys, they're still a great team. They're still going to be right there in the playoff contention. I'm not – like, this is a good win for the Chiefs. This is exactly what we need to see. Yeah, absolutely. That front four pass rush was amazing. Um, really defensively, the play calling was amazing. Uh, and the corners did their jobs. These guys yeah. showed up, showed out. Ward stood out. Legereus Sneed stood out. And then uh, Rashard Fenton, Rashard Fenton as well. Obviously, Pro Football Focus is number one corner. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, he's not. Hopefully, he, we get a him. good injury diagnosis, and he's I, not going to be out for yeah. a while. I love. I love seeing the corners stand out today. The safeties. I mean, you there barely. You there's you, your. There's you, your playoff picture. You right barely there. saw Thornhill, and you barely saw Matthew even today. Really, the corners were just out there doing their jobs one on one. And yeah, the AFC is so wild, guys. So so in the AFC, we got the Broncos still at five and five coming up here. December 5th, and yeah. that's going to be their Chiefs' next opponent after their bye week. And, uh, you know, the, the Cowboys beat the – or the, the Broncos beat the Cowboys at yep. one point this season here yep. just a few weeks ago. And I'm not concerned about that. I mean, the Broncos are what they are, and the Chiefs are Patrick Mahomes, I should say, is 7-0 against Denver. Uh, I would love to see them ch- try to challenge that. It's been a weird year for the NFL. You never mm-hmm. know. You never nope, know. Nope. I, I say full-fledged. The Chiefs go out there against Denver both times coming up this year and lay the mark down because yeah. that, that that's a team the Chiefs go out and dominate every time. And it's like not even it's not even close. No. I mean, Andy Reid, I don't know what it is about Andy Reid, but like he just destroys the Broncos every time. Just has their number. And uh it is what it is on that. It's it's really what it is. It's just has yeah, their he number. It just has their number absolutely and But I mean I'm not I'm not downplaying any of our upcoming games. I'm just saying Dallas is the best team that we're going to face the rest, probably the rest of the year, truly. And yeah, overall, I mean, hey, keep in mind, we've got the Bengals, too. Bengals just whipped up on the Raiders, yep, 32 that's points true. today. That's true. We've got them coming down the road. But for the most part, it's all divisional matchups, mm-hmm. and Chiefs are hitting their stride at the right time. So as long as that's going on and continuing on, then I think that's the path, I mean, going into the postseason to look forward to. I said it two weeks ago, guys. If the Chiefs were to lose to the Raiders last week, Chiefs missed the playoffs. Yep. And as soon as we beat the Raiders, to me, that was the moment. That was the mark. And it was not just beating them. That was a dominance. Once that happened, this set the stone for the rest of the season. At this point, this was going to carry the Chiefs to the postseason. They're going to end up going to the postseason. At this point, possibly getting the one seed if things can continue to fall the way they're hoping for, yep, and they're just hitting the stride at the right time. And I see this team right now as they're rolling currently. Uh, yeah, it should be a, a great postseason run, I should say, uh, against 
whoever they face, because the AFC is so weak. The truth is, they're weak. Whoever they face in the end of the at the end of the day, the Chiefs can beat them. We know that for a fact. Great. It doesn't matter what seed, truly, but we just gotta make sure we get in there. That's the big thing. Yeah. So, but hey, guys, thanks for watching here. Uh, thanks for listening as well on Spotify. I will make sure you get posted on there. Uh, but hey, you know, make sure you catch us on Wednesday. We will be live around eight p.m. Central Time. Uh, for uh, our Thanksgiving show, actually. Yeah, pre-Thanksgiving show. I'm excited for that. It's going to be so, awesome. We're, we're also going to give our updated power rankings, which is going to be a hard one to put put together. You know, it's a lot of matchups that went down today. Green Bay lost today. Uh, you know, Rams yeah. had a bye, luckily. Arizona beat, <laughs> once again, another team uh, with their backup. So it's yeah. there's going to be kind of a little all over the place, especially with the Bucks even having it down couple weeks so. the nfl's weird but by the way we will be at mr brews on december 1st in correct park. tanner in, in Oakland park. park check them out over there guys it's a great little it's a little hole in the wall basically kind of a yep. brewery bar kind of a deal they got like something along the lines like 25 30 things on tap maybe even more i might be wrong about that but yep. 30 beers on tap at least i know that for a fact and their food is amazing we'll be doing our show live for mr brews at that location overland park on December 1st. That's great. Great. So, so I'm excited for well, that. Let us know what you guys thought of the Chiefs game as well and kind of what you think about the whole NFL scenarios going on as well with the playoff pictures. Put it in the comments. Give us a tweet. And we'll go from there. And we'll see y'all on the next one. See you guys.